Weird alien squid babies. Content warning. This podcast is not for babies. Delta Green is a rowdy, rude, and scary horror game for grown-ups. And lots of bad things are going to happen. I mean like a lot, a lot. I mean like I feel like if I tried to list out all of the individual trigger warnings, we would be here all goddamn day. So I'm just going to put a dead dove do not eat on this bad boy. You have been warned. Long, long ago, in the deeps of time, in the distant past of 2007, in the distant land of Mississippi, these degenerate juvenile delinquents were in the same Boy Scout troop for a little while. But when the world needed them most, they went their separate ways. A couple of them are fucking tryhards who went to college and now they're engineers or whatever. One of them went to Canada. One of them is a girl now. Hashtag good for her. When the world needed them again, this illustrious brotherhood and or hashtag sisterhood reunited to do the only thing they could. Get crossfaded and play tabletop games. Prepare your cocks, ladies, because tonight, the Freeloaders present. I ate a hell with all the rest, give me a bottle of the best, that amber beetle down with speed, it's not bad taste, your waste, your screed, and a whiskey still, I'll kill, I drink my fill, and if I spill a jill, you know I will, I'll lick it off the floor. I'm not so teacher's grants or hey, give me but more a law for rig. When Farkleson and Glassville, you could throw the top away, for there's no need to pretend that you'll need the cork again. You've broken out a bottle of the best. Be on some real blog talk radio shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for anything that screws with the listeners. Oh, yeah. It's what they deserve. That they is exactly why we are making a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me, I need to write the next post for the ARG. <laughs> We've got an ARG? Well, we <laughs> might if I ever decide to keep going with it. <laughs> <laughs> I just did this thing where I, like, wrote a really long cryptic message and, like, put it through a two-step Caesar cipher. <laughs> and, uh, I figure I'm, and, like, my plan was I'm gonna keep doing that. Increasingly complex methods of encryption until finally we get to the, uh, until finally they get to the end of it. And it... <laughs> Oh, God. And everyone's going to be so mad, and it'll be great. <laughs> it'll be beautiful. I don't remember what cipher I put it through, but I made a post a while back that was just straight up a Rickroll. <laughs> but it was, it was in, like, genuinely, secu fairly secure uh, big girl code. <laughs> and it didn't get any notes. I'm like, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> Wood said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not looking through that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and it's got 13 notes. Hmm. It's like, fuck y'all. Y'all are no fun. <laughs> they don't want to play with us. <laughs> fuck you, Baltimore. Exactly. <laughs> you see, it was all a lie whenever we said this was a dumb, dumb podcast. We're trying to <laughs> trick people into learning how to do ciphers. Yep, we're tricking people into being smart people.
But no, it's not a Caesar cipher. It's just a bunch of different phonetic alphabets. <laughs> but then the next one is going to be Enigma. <laughs> uh, about that. Yeah, but if they can't figure it out, that's on them because I gave them all the plug board settings and everything. <laughs> I gave you everything. I gave you all the clues, Mr. Police. Much less funding right, on I the found other the post. Side stuff. Found the post. Here you go. Oh, baby. Oh, damn. This is like big kid encryption. <laughs> it's a six bit block cipher. It's all numbers and shit. <laughs> Genuinely, I don't have the uh, codes to uh, decode it anymore. <laughs> well, this will forever remain a mystery. We'll never know what it says. That's fantastic. It's never going to give up its secrets. It's never going to let its secrets down. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it'd be funny as hell if like people actually engaged with the ARG and I was able to keep it going for like the length of this arc of the podcast. <laughs> and then shit would get really weird. And they'd be like, there's a one-time pad cipher, and in order to find the... Uh, in order to find the key phrase, you have to go to Chuck's Dairy Barn in real life. <laughs> you have to find it in real life. <laughs> the key I love the interactive podcast experience. It's like to decode the last message, you have to like go to the Vicksburg Public Library and find the book where I hid the private key. <laughs> So what the fuck were we doing three weeks ago? That's Yo, a hell of a good I honestly question. Um, uh, some kind of near wellness. Oh well, I, d- I mean, I, we Taliban threatens two kids. Yeah, and is lying to himself about getting the upper hand in an interrogation with a teenager. Mm. Tracks. And I remember almost none of what he learned. Um, yeah, also same, because, well, I mean, my character was also barely understanding it at the time, and that's what I'm going to say, that's, that's, that's my reasoning, that's why I don't remember. Um, but I don't have no idea what Travis and Malin or Fletcher and Billy Bones were doing. I think we were threatening people on a government campus. I could be wrong. Yeah, they went to what it's called. And tried to talk to old girl's dad. That's right. Yeah, and you find and out. I guess last time we checked, we were heading back to the hotel. I yeah. believe. Uh, yeah, y'all find found out that he, much like his wife, is a fucked up Invader Zim dad. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that there are at least two unsavory goings on in this town that may have that may just have nothing to do with each other, which we explained through a football analogy. Yep. <laughs> that we did. <laughs> From people I don't remember who don't this. Football, but hey, it still worked. <laughs> It's like, I just went with it because I do not know the mysteries of Hand Egg. I really don't. It confuses me. Be honest, most of my confusion when, Alice, when you use that uh, Cowboys-Patriots reference, 99% of my confusion from that came from the fact that when you used those words, I didn't realize you were talking about football teams. I thought you were trying to talk about real life Cowboys and real life Patriots. I didn't know they had any beef. (laughs) Oh God. I was like, Oh yeah. Football. That makes sense. No, I like this other one better. I do too. (laughs) It's like the one great old one is like the Democratic Republicans, and the other great old one is like the Federalists. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. great. Uh, We should have a whole uh, mission dedicated to that concept. 
<laughs> oh, just you wait. Oh, God. The real kicker here is that all my knowledge of football is second or third hand, too. Hell yeah. He's blindly blind up in here. And of course, I'm just going to take your word for whatever you say on that. <laughs> it's like when Malin starts talking about cars. Mm-hmm. That's fair. It's like this. I have no way to verify any of this information, but you say it with such confidence. <laughs> you just say everything with such confidence. That's his trick. That's his filthy trick. I'm not entirely confident that I've seen evidence that Malin actually knows what he's talking about with anything. <laughs> you got That's the like thing it's all is... just the same baseline level of hyperconfidence that like it could all be bullshit. I don't know. So like that's the thing is that he does have a very impressive breadth and depth of knowledge about random ass subjects, but you can never be sure. <laughs> that's the way he likes it. <laughs> so it's like, is this actually something you've undertaken like an in-depth study of in a way that no normal person ever would, or are you just saying words? And you'll never know. I usually take his uh um, I usually regard his opinion on uh, things automotive highly, unless he's talking about recommending which cars, which old rolling chassis are worth buying. That's true. And which ones aren't. Cars and like but that's okay. History are usually things you can listen to him on. Everything else, though, might as well take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, I don't listen to him too strong on uh, foreign cities. Like he speaks too genu- he speaks too generally to be anywhere near right. <laughs> like which is funny because he has been to and lived in quite a few of them. Yeah, oh for sure. Yes. <laughs> but he makes generalizations that can't possibly be as right as he thinks they are. Like, I yeah, have no way of knowing. <laughs> be like be like, yeah, man, everywhere in England is wet and everywhere in Hungary is creepy. <laughs> they got a lot of vampires there in Romania. <laughs> But like there, there is no city, and there can be no city where everyone sucks. That just doesn't work that way. I don't know. I've been to Jackson. <laughs> that's that's very true. It's a strong point. But yeah, I think um, I mad. I imagine we were heading all back to the hotel rendezvous. Yeah, maybe. And I guess we'd be doing that anyways. And it's only like. I want to say two in the afternoon and fucking other shit we talked about doing was a, was a casing the church, checking in with your new friends and going to talk to the sheriff in the evening. Yes, we, that sounds right. Yeah. I can't think of nothing else we were trying to do, but it has been quite a while since we played. So audience, this is going to be a fun one for you because you're going to remember, help remember alongside us. Yeah. uh, What exactly we did last (laughs) one. It's going to be like binging a TV show, but opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Um, Okay, so... Go on Tumblr yesterday and tell us what we got wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Yep, there you go. Invent a time machine and then use that time machine to go back and tell me what happened in my own tabletop game. (laughs) Just Bill and Ted that shit. <laughs> and if you don't do that, you're a fake fan. You're not a true fan. You don't really care. I got no use for you. 
Um, I'm still trying to wrap the, wrap my head around the fact that we have fans, like even one. Dude, it's right weird, you. isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty wild. A little strange, but hey. Is this what you happening? feel like all the time, Natalie? <laughs> it is, though. This is like people are always coming in my inbox jerking me off about how great I am, and I'm like, but I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the things I post? I don't know things. <laughs> so I guess um assuming that we're meeting up again, uh I'm gonna ask uh Fletch Billy's gonna ask Fletcher um anything uh anything interesting shake out with the dad? Uh not really, no. Pretty much the same thing as the mom. Besides, you know, pulling grenades on public officials. All weird and <laughs> shit. Yep, all weird and spooky, like usual. Well, I found out that this entire town is some kind of weird magic battleground. What? He found out, uh-huh. <laughs> I found out after... that's supposed to mean? After Caliban found out. Like, for sure. like Harry Potter stuff, or what? <laughs> like I found uh, out, know? and then explained it to him, because he didn't follow any of it. Mm, he never exactly said he found right. out first. <laughs> that's true, I never said that. He just said he found out. There's no timeline here. It came to my attention. It came across my desk. <laughs> this might be a really crazy Hogwarts. Um, yeah. You cut out for a second there, so it sounded like you were saying one singular Hogwarts. <laughs> it's the one Hogwarts, and that's it. <laughs> that's going to be the wizard school in my wizard school book that's way better. <laughs> my wizard school's got blackjack and hookers in it. Yep. We call mine pig zits. Oh, <laughs> um, so how good yeah. is this magical battleground you were saying? Yeah, yeah less, Caliban less Hogwarts one. and more interplanar Hatfields and McCoys. Hmm. Okay, I get that. That <laughs> makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> <clears throat> that checks out. Since apparently the feds in this group don't know anything about football. Excuse you. <laughs> The <laughs> feds automatically have to know about football? Is that something they teach you in fed school? You are the jocks of people with guns. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Especially being in the FBI. So okay, what okay, what do we know? I know that's a very this is a very broad stroke, very broad question, but what do we know so far? Weird alien squid babies. Don't trust Weird us alien the squid babies. The sheriff wants us to know more things, but he hasn't talked to us yet, which sounds like a reason he's gonna die before we get to go talk to him. But who are major actors? Suspects, as it were. Suspects. Um, um, we got the we kid. Got, we got mm-hmm. the priest. Kid priest. That's and really about it, honestly. As a major, as a minor player, we had the Nazi. Yeah, he's a part of it somehow. We got the old restitutio thing that's going on. Honestly, might just be a side plot. Chief of police probably is another minor player. Yep. Since he's covering up things in the investigation. Do we have anybody we think we can ignore at this point? Or or we have friendlies? We have friendlies. Um, I mean, I ignore, I ignore most people most of the time. That's true. That's a very strong point from Caliban. <laughs> Um. (laughs) 
trying to establish a good uh, jumping off point for the next phase of our investigation. Well, from what y'all said, the preacher was being pretty uh, suspect, along with him having, you know, a picture from the 1920s that we found that was him, right? That's right. That is true. That's right. Okay. Yep. I mean, there's suspect, and then there's a confirmed player confirming that he's on the other team. So, like... Yeah. <laughs> there's not too much ambiguous there. But also could mean, you know, his house or the church would be the best place to check out next. Yeah, um... I agree with that. I think that's probably a good place to start. Probably going to take our new friends a little while to look through all that stuff we gave them, I'd imagine. Yeah, oh. I'm cool with that. And the sheriff said we were meeting him sometime in the afternoon, right? He didn't really give a time, did he? No, like sometime in the evening around dinner time. Okay. Okay. What day of the week is it? Uh, Thursday. Nice. I imagine we we could uh, swing by the old preacher man's house while he's not at home. Yeah, I guess he'd be at church at, what, two in the afternoon? Or doing something about town, I'd imagine. Yeah, probably. I mean, I would imagine. I mean, I don't know why he'd be at home. They, they usually just kind of hang out at the churches, right? I don't really know. I haven't been to church in a long time. It has been a hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the daily comings and goings of priests either. Nope. <laughs> That's like what you think about teachers when you're in kindergarten. He just lives at the church. Exactly. <laughs> well, no, but like running a church has got to be mostly admin work, doesn't it? I'd imagine so, yeah. There's probably a lot of time in his office. Mm-hmm. Which I assume is at the church. I would yeah. assume. I mean, that's how the um, priest we had, he had like, or I guess he had a house that was right next to the church, so. At St. Michael's, so. I think that was a house. I don't really know what it was. I assumed it was. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, a lot of the churches around here have that same exact setup. It's the church and a little bitty house, cottage, like, right next to it. That I yeah. just always assumed the, <laughs> the priest lived at, but I have no no idea. I assumed it was the priest barracks, but I could be wrong. <laughs> priest barracks, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so I'm about that. I, I say we go swing by. Yeah, and if worse things swing come worse, we can at least just, you know, case the house, find entrances, exits, yeah, use all why not? good, fun stuff. All information's good information. Um, exactly. And we won't be bringing along a hot shot with a pocket full of frags. I mean, we might still could be, and I just don't know. But... We kind of are. <laughs> How are we supposed to rally around the family? <laughs> okay, so I guess we, unless anybody has injections, we're driving. Sounds good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good for it. Yeah. All right. Do it. All righty. So the church has not moved from its location north of town. Did well, that's reassuring. <laughs> it did not get up and walk away. <laughs> and uh yeah it's like out in a woods sitting in this uh wide wide open green lawn type area 
And uh, yeah, there was a uh, smaller building off to the side of the property a couple hundred yards out, which you surmise is probably where uh, the right Reverend Cadwallader McCool lives at. Hmm. Interesting. <sighs> As like a completely different topic, are there any wildlife and fisheries offices around this town at all? Or uh, Not in town. You'd have to go a little ways out to find one. Okay. They don't have just their I own report someone for grenading like an alligator? <laughs> we not just might. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> it's better that way. Yeah, it's probably best that way. <laughs> to be fair, the alligator was almost dead already. I'm just putting it out of its It was it was a mercy, is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> it's a mercy kill with a grenade. <laughs> he euthanized that freaking crocodile. <laughs> Said, there, there, dinosaur. You don't have to suffer anymore. <laughs> Go join the rest of your kind. So you uh, just think God. about the rabbits. All right, one second. I got to get up because my roommate turned the light off as he left. The nerve of such people. Sure. Get his ass. <laughs> I do that all the time to Ronnie, just out of pure habit. Yeah. I make sure to make eye contact with the person I'm doing it to as I turn off the light. <laughs> it's also habit. Yep. <laughs> and I'm back. Hell yeah. Right. How busy is this here <clears throat> church looking? Uh, it's basically dead because there's no like services going on. But uh, let's see, you do see like a uh, Lincoln town car parked outside of the church and uh, in the driveway of uh, the little house, there are two minivans. Are they like matching minivans? Yeah. Like, it looks like it's some sort of um, a fleet type situation, fleet car type situation. Just like the buses they go and pick up old people with for church, essentially. Yeah, sort of like that. Okay. Is there anywhere that we can park our vehicle where it may be out of sight or far enough away that nobody's going to think it's it's weird that it's there? I'll say that uh, the uh, little dirt road, the uh, little uh, gravel road leading up to the church kind of goes a ways. So it probably wouldn't be too hard to like to like find some spot to hide the cars in the brush. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we should do that and sort of try to like get a little close. I want to see if anybody's inside the house before we just go traipsing in there. Or maybe we could just knock. I mean, could maybe knock. worst case scenario, if he's there, then we at least put the screws to him. Mm -hmm. I don't know. How do we try and play this? I feel like we're probably going to go better if we do the whole sneaking in first. And just straight okay. up interrogating the priest. DM. Yes. We have established that Caliban watches um, lockpicking and other such videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can I please have a 1284X key? Pause as Natalie Googles that. Looking up noises. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's the standard Ford fleet key that most fleet vehicles don't get rekeyed from. Oh, yes, absolutely. All right. Uh, now that I remember what one is, then yes, Caliban seems like exactly the sort of person <laughs> who would have a 1284X. <laughs> All right, so I want to steal a van. Why are we stealing vans? <laughs> I figure it's a good way to make sure he spends his afternoon somewhere not here. I mean, true. Okay. Also a good way for us to go to jail. <laughs> or... uh, so I'm, I'm going to walk up to this empty van. Uh-huh. Flash my badge at the empty driver's seat and say, excuse me, sir, I need to commandeer your vehicle. Okay. And then unlock it with the key and drive it into town. Give me a luck roll. That would be <laughs> fantastic. That's fair. Yep. That's very fair. That's a 74. Okay. Yeah, you open the, you open the thing right up. Let's see, the first thing that strikes you is that this van feels very lived in. Because uh, there's this stank of body odor and old food that the air freshener is not quite covering up. And there are, like, stains from spilled drinks on the seats. And there are also a bunch of, like, kids' toys in the back seats. What I'm hearing is that it's a church van. Yeah. <laughs> and if you so desire, then, yeah, you can... Steal this man's car. Alright, I am going to go... Uh, let me pull up the map real quick and make sure I know, where I'm know what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. I am gonna go... Um, remind me, the, the squid baby is just thoroughly gone from under the bridge now, yes? Yeah. There's nothing there that we don't want people seeing? No, it has been secreted away. Alright, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to drive down to the bridge and I am going to uh, set it going fast and then bail out and send it over the bridge. Over the, over the side of the bridge. Okay. Uh, like doing like a uh, Rebel Without a Cause style bailout of this van. Okay. Uh, make me another luck roll. <laughs> Can I sell you the, on this being a drive roll? No, this is going to be a luck roll because, uh, like, ditching the van is something you can just do, but there are other factors at play. Okay. 54. Okay. You do that. But the thing is that, uh, Bayous tend to not be very deep. So someone who wasn't looking for it might not know what it is, but they can now see that there is some sort of... It's very clear that there is some kind of big rectangle a few inches below the surface. <laughs> you just barely right. see it. Um, and I'm going to pull out my burner phone. We uh -huh. have one of those, right? We all have one? Yeah. And I'm going to call the 
not the sheriff, but the chief of police. Okay. And report an abandoned vehicle and start leaving. Okay. Fair enough. I'm assuming me and you are just hiding out in the woods watching this happen and him drive away. Yeah. Oh, no, I, 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 like like to imagine, I like to imagine Caliban yeah. just dipped out and we're like, what? You kind of watched it and we're like, all right, whatever. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that, yeah. that's for sure what happened. We I think rolled, we know better uh, than we rolled to up try to, to this house. Him. We rolled up to this house. Caliban pulled out a key and drove away in one of the vans that were parked outside of it without saying shit. Okay. <laughs> Caliban's off uh, pulling one of his 3,000 IQ plays again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Look at Caliban out there driving the story forward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are y'all two doing while you wait for him to, to hoof it back? I guess we're just, we're going to continue just to scope out and see who's there. Are there any cameras around this place or anything? Yeah, like, are you looking at any security? Deer cameras. for cameras and also seeing is the reverend or whoever has the down car coming out and, like, leaving after a few minutes? Uh, I'll say that, uh... Hearing any commotion from down. Now, there is a, no apparent, uh, fucking surveillance systems or anything, and, uh, things seem to be staying quiet, except that, uh, after you've been there for a few minutes, uh, the front door of the house opens and a couple of kids run out and are playing in the front yard. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm out of about? character because I'm not there, but do Pentecostals let their priests get married? Yeah. Th- yeah. Okay. Hmm. And even if they don't, then everybody else is wrong. We're right. Yeah. Exactly. They do They do in our Space Jam story. <laughs> That's right. They do in this universe. Um, uh, did they have any kind of daycare while you were here earlier? Billy or Montgomery? Do... Can I maybe roll to recall if there is anything? Or is it kind of something I would have had to ask about? Uh, you didn't see anything like that. I didn't see anything like that. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Uh, I want to try to make my way around like the back part of this house alrighty I can't find any windows or anything we could get into or like just look into this house I'll I'll follow Uh, yeah you can do that hell yeah yeah, in the back part of the house, there's like a, it's got like a screened-in back porch, so you can't quite see into the back windows, but okay. you can see uh, what looks to be a couple of people moving around inside. Hmm. Definitely mm. people in this house. You think maybe we should try the church and come back here later? Maybe you think we should have done this in the opposite order? Uh, probably, yeah. We can see what's happening in the church. After that, maybe we should come back here tonight, you know, when everyone's asleep. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Might be easier to break in then. Or we just say fuck it and talk to everyone inside. Do this the legal way. You could do that. Do it. Yeah, we could do that. We could do it. 
What do you say, Montgomery? Well, it depends on what kind of information we're trying to find. I mean, if we're trying to find anything about the the preacher himself, then I feel like snooping around his like I feel like if we don't get any information from him directly, it's gotta be from snooping around his stuff. Mm-hmm. Fair. I don't exactly have a line of questioning to go on besides, hey, why are you still young when you're in this old ass photograph? <laughs> <laughs> I mean me that's not gonna for, get good results. For what it's worth, I mean the the reaction to it might be more telling. Um so screw it. Let's go let's go knock. All right then. I'll let you lead on this one. All right. Yeah, we're gonna go up and just uh knock on the front door. Okay. As you walk up to the over there. As uh-huh. we walk up to the front door, these two kids who came out and were playing in the uh, front yard, they stop playing and they just stare at you as you're walking up. Like just what kids do when they're being weird or in like a weird way? Uh maybe a bit of both. Okay. <laughs> Man, y'all can't go anywhere without getting cop watched, huh? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> you can cop watch by everyone. And uh it's a boy and a girl who both look to be about seven. And as y'all pass by them, you notice that uh they both look weirdly pale and kind of sickly. Sickly is in like uh, I'm just gonna look at and say, you, hey, you you kids looking a little uh little green in the face. Feeling all right? And uh, the the little boy goes, uh, my mommy and daddy says not to talk to strangers. Well, I'm not strangers. I'm cool people. Well, that sounds like something a stranger would say. Well, Damn, he's mommy got and me. daddy are pretty smart, but me and Agent Lincoln here, we're policemen of sorts. So it's okay to talk to us. Yeah, we're just cops, kid. Your parents look- inside. They look at each other and shrug and then go back to running around. Fair enough. Fucking shits. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, let's go knock. All right, you uh, walk up to the house and knock on the door. And uh, only a moment passes before the uh, door opens and you are greeted by... You are greeted by the preacher's wife, Mrs. Cadence McCool, hmm. who is extremely pregnant and is uh, wearing like an apron and a conservative dress and no shoes. And hmm. uh, again, you notice that she, much like her children, looks horribly ill, but is like, not giving off any tells about that, and she just, uh, smiles at you, and, uh, get, and, uh, goes, oh, well, good afternoon. Can I help you, gentlemen? Uh, afternoon, ma'am. Um, I'm, a hey, what's your agent's name again? Uh, Green. <laughs> Green, thank you. Um, I'm Agent Lincoln. Uh, this here's Agent Green. Um, did we catch you at a bad time? You're looking a little, uh, a little pale there. Oh, no, sir. It's, this is just fine. Uh, would y'all like to step inside? Yes, we would. Thank you very much. All right. She uh, leads you into the house, and 
the house uh, is a bit of a mess. And it has that look of a place that someone is desperately trying to keep as clean as they can. And uh, you see about four or five more children of varying ages. They all look as sickly as the other ones? Oh, yeah. And uh, up, on, and, uh, up on the living room wall is a thing of family photos mm-hmm. that uh, sticks out to you. Because of how fucking many there are. And uh, you gather that these people have got at least ten children. Man, they went forth and multiplied, didn't they? They sure <laughs> did. Um, Does she look familiar, like, from the, the photograph or anything like that? No. Okay. Um... Well, uh, man, we were hoping to um, to get a hold of your uh, your husband. Actually, is he up at the church? I imagine. Oh yes, sir. He sure is. He's in his office. I reckon. Well, uh, I just got a couple questions to ask you. We've been looking into some uh, weird goings on uh, in the area, and I just wanted to see if you would. Uh, we wanted to stop by, and we're making our rounds around the town. We wanted to see if you uh, had heard anything or seen anything suspicious. Um, your husband, actually, we talked to him previously. He put us on the trail of some, uh, some teenage ne'er-do-wells, as it were. Um, some folks, uh, doing graffiti and devil worshiping and what have you. You seen anything like that? Oh, well, I've, uh, I wouldn't have seen anything like that. I don't get out so much, but I've heard rumors about them kids up at the school with their devil worshiping, but that's about it. What kind of rumors have you heard, actually? Oh, you know, I've heard that uh, I've heard that they go out there and they, you know, carve their devil worshiping symbols into trees and whatnot. They go mm-hmm. out there and they uh, and she she looks around conspiratorially, and when she's satisfied that there are no children in the immediate vicinity, she goes, "I hear that they're fornicating and they're smoking <laughs> marijuana." My God. He does his best to make a sarcastic gasp seem as genuine as possible. <laughs> um, uh, man, would you, um, I don't suppose you've heard where they're doing all this, uh, and I'll whisper, fornicating and carving in trees and whatnot. Well, I heard that it's, uh, out in the that's out in the woods outside of town, and out back of the outlet mall. And back of the outlet mall. Jot that down. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, uh, they have any like Bible verses or anything strewn about on the walls? Anything like that? Uh, yeah. The uh, yeah. There's a whole bunch of uh. Protestant iconography just all over the shit, but it's all fairly generic and inoffensive John 316 type shit. Okay. Get that Galatians 522? No, they're not cool like that. <laughs> Man, if you don't mind my asking, how long have you guys been in town? Oh, we've uh, lived here for about the past 10 years. Uh, everyone in town uh, 
nice to y'all. Everyone in town seem seem like good folk. Anybody stand out to you uh, in particular as being not so kind or welcoming? Ooh, I know they got them a uh, drug dealing and sin living in anarchists downtown. I don't associate much with them on account of their dark side. <laughs> they do like them tarot cards. Tarot card reading. Yeah, but the thing about that is that means they've got cookies. <laughs> but no, everybody, everybody in town's uh, always been real good to us. And, I mean, I'd say better than half of them make up our congregation. Yeah, we have heard a bit of your congregation's been going missing lately, too. Yeah, that's, uh... Yeah, I remember we uh, spoke about that when y'all were here the other day. Terrible thing. It truly is. Well, there's... I'm not too up-to-date on my... Bible studies, I guess, ma'am, but does the, uh... John chapter 12, verse 26 mean anything to you? I don't know if you better to ask your husband, but John chapter twelve, verse twenty-six. That's a that's a verse about a about a serving and following the Lord, I believe. Stand out to you in any way? Anything that any your uh, any your parish might have been? Maybe your husband gave it in a sermon lately. Anything of that nature? No, I don't believe so. Hmm. Well, unless you have anything else for Agent Lincoln. Um, no, you know, I think that's all we had for you today, um, Miss McCool. Uh, I'm gonna take out a <laughs> I'm gonna take out a business card holder, mm. flip out what is one of many just completely empty business cards, and then scrawl a burner phone number on it and hand it to her. Ma'am, that's that's our number. Uh, if you see anything weird or suspicious or um, anything comes to mind, just give us a holler. I, I certainly will. All right. Now let's see Bert, Billy Montgomery's card. <laughs> it even has a watermark. That's something show. <laughs> <laughs> she picks up looking at it, sweating visibly. <laughs> videotapes and she leaves <laughs> all right now uh, as y'all are walking out of the house uh both of you make alertness checks hey we're kind of check that's kind of that's a Ooh, that's a probably not a passing one though that's a 16 on a 54 so i pass Ooh, yeah 82 on a 70, I, I fail. All right, so uh, Fletcher, you a chance to glance back mm. in uh, one of the windows as you're leaving. And uh, you cannot hear what is said, but you see Cadence McCool looking somewhat worried talking into a cell phone. Mm. looking into a cell phone. Well, Montgomery, I think we might have some problems. What's going on? Say, like old wife, there's calling somebody. I don't know who. I think there's well, some church that we ain't exactly found out yet, or at least you want to. You want to 
hang around out of sight and see if anyone shows up or what are you what you thinking? Well I don't think we're gonna get anything out of the priest by talking to him. His office is in the church. Might be a better idea just to come back later this afternoon after we talk to the sheriff. Yeah, that seems like a good idea. I imagine it's probably getting a little on in the day. It might be getting close to that time. But I'd like to go check out out behind the outlet mall. Said the kids have been and carving in trees. <laughs> Anything that's devil worshiping related seems like it's kind of going to be in our wheelhouse, whether we want it to be or not. Yeah, that is true. Right. I'll say that uh, by now enough time has passed for a Caliban to fast travel to his next location. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, He's got them powers. And uh, as y'all are walking on by, you spot that uh, on the other side of the house there is a door leading to a storm cellar. Mental note. It's a good note to have. Montgomery whips out his his very very battered limited edition fields note field notes and uh, jots that down. Scribbles it down frantically. Uh, so, DM, remind me, I know this was a while ago, this Dungeon Mom, but did we ever really talk much about the, um, El Sarad burial site from Egypt? That was supposed to be, um, what Abigail Wyatt's death site reminded Caliban of? No, uh, fucking, uh... I don't know if we ever followed up or anything on that. No, y'all, uh, never really looked into that any deeper. Okay. As we're walking back to the car, I want to try to just Google whatever I can about that. Also, keep it in my brain for the wizard, since he'll probably know much more about it than I will. Hmm. Seems like the kind of thing we should go to the library for. Maybe, if someone hadn't tried to break <laughs> into it. <laughs> someone got their library card revoked. <laughs> no, he managed to flee the scene scot-free. <laughs> so the mystery of the library break-in will remain unsolved. Be it will really too, yeah. Uh, even for you guys, because uh, even for you guys, because this is not what I was going there for. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going there for? Or what stage? Do you remember that part like three seconds ago when I said it was going to remain unsolved for you guys too? Yep. <laughs> Now that's going to be a special reveal for the patrons only episode. Caliban's <laughs> <laughs> that guy that we're always like extremely worried about being a hair's breadth away from becoming the mission, but yeah. he never <laughs> actually does. You don't know. I might. Yeah. It could happen. <laughs> Caliban oh. reminds me a lot of me when I was like 16. <laughs> It's like, why are you trying? Why did you try to break into the library? Fuck you. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> why are you using your library card to try to do it? Don't you mind your own goddamn business? <laughs> the thing about that is, no one else in our little team knows. Nope. In character, none of you have any idea that I tried to break into the library. Yeah. We nope. left, and that was about I, it. Not a clue. <laughs> just. He just went off on one of his adventures and came back. Okay, so what are we trying to do next? 
Yeah, if we have time before the meeting with the sheriff, I want to go swing by and scope that. Caliban. Okay. Have we seen Caliban yet? The, still have the police. Is there any indication yet that the police have contacted Reverend McCool about his van? Hmm. I'll say that, uh, yeah, as y'all are walking away, you, uh, yeah, uh, fucking, uh, like, Cadence peeks her head out of the front door and looks around and then closes the door and then does it again. And then, and then a second later, the, uh, you see, uh, that side door that you went in on the church open up and, uh, the Reverend come walking out. And he appears to be uh, headed over to the house. Kind of give him a wave. He's doing. So is there a problem? Hey, preacher. Goes up. Seem a little flustered. Well, yes, sir, it appears that someone has stolen one of our vehicles. I mean, there wasn't just That's one. That's unfortunate. There the I can't imagine why anyone do, why anyone would do that. That's actually weird. We only saw one when we pulled up. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's uh, mighty curious. Both of them were here this morning. Curious indeed. I don't know anyone who would try to rob from a church. As you say that, you see him uh, glance over at Caliban and give him a suspicious look. Oh, she has Caliban <laughs> back. Okay. I, uh, I make no verbal or at least attempted facial uh Acknowledgement of this look at all. Well, uh, it will be, uh, we'll call it. We'll call it into the old. Uh, we'll call it into the chief if you want us to. Yeah. Anything we can do to help? Well, the uh, chief already contacted me, and that uh, tells me that they've uh, got their best and brightest on the case. So I imagine this will all get sorted out sooner rather than later. Sure. Well, I hope so. If you need anyone to stay here while you go talk to the chief, we can always do that for you. Make sure you're not leaving the missus and the kids all by themselves. You see him think for a minute, then he goes, uh, no, so that's quite all right. I'm sure Marty will be here soon enough. Fair enough. So yeah, you have a good day, then. And off we go back to the cars. All righty. It's, uh, and I, I would like to uh, gesture to the others that we should sit and wait in the cars until he leaves, and though, and then uh, go rob the church. Well, it does. What are you like... looking to rob from the church, Caliban? I mean, technically nothing. We're looking at burglary here, but if that's what. That's what Travis said, so that's what was funny. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yep. <laughs> I just assumed Caliban had some ulterior motive for like he wanted to steal the crucifix or something. <laughs> he really wants that communion wine. <laughs> Opportunities may present themselves, but at the moment we're just breaking in. Fair enough. No, he only has a couple more. He only has a couple more boxes to check off on his scavenger hunt list, and where else is he supposed to find communion wafers? <laughs> uh, I'll allow it. Um, didn't you say what the time was the meeting with the sheriff? Driving here though. Uh, meeting with the sheriff is 
I'm going to say around six, and it's probably about about four right now. And uh, yeah, he said that he wasn't going anywhere, and that the uh, and that someone from the city PD should be here soon. Hmm. I misunderstood. Yeah, but while he's while he's not at the house, he's not at the church. While he's at the house, he's not at the church. That is true, but there will also be the city PD police officer here, and he'll be literally at his house, which is like, what, 100 feet from the church? It's maybe like 100 yards. Yeah, in like broad-ass daylight. So, you know, we can just mm. talk to the sheriff and come back after that when it's dark. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Hey, I mean, I feel like nighttime is better breaking for breaking into spooky churches anyways. <laughs> All the spooky yeah. stuff happens. Exactly. Once again, Caliban has a great idea and executes it not at all. Yeah. <laughs> so it goes. Such is life. Uh, this right. happened like four times now. I love it. <laughs> all right. So what are we going to do for our two hours before we go see the... I wouldn't mind going by the library and seeing if we can't find something about this. Al Saran burial site. Because I did have something to do with Abigail Wyatt's death. Or, well, at least how she was arranged. Sounds good to me. Sure. Alright, so are y'all going to the library or the outlet mall first? Um, Let's do the library. That sounds more pressing. All I got to go on with the outlet mall is rumors of kids boning each other and carving in trees, so not a lot to go <laughs> yeah. on. Also, the library closes behind the outlet mall doesn't. True. The woods don't close that I know they of. <laughs> I haven't seen anything on Yelp yet, but they just Google the woods, and one of those fucking uh, Google Maps pings comes up. It says currently closed. <laughs> <laughs> There's one review, and it gave two stars. There's kids fornicating here. And that's it says hours may be affected by the holiday. <laughs> or holiday. What is it? Holiday hours may differ. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, y'all can go to the fucking public library and actually get inside it this time. <laughs> Walk right on in. Yeah, and it's uh, it's small and rather on the shitty side as libraries go. But they've got they've got a decent decent sized stacks of books and a uh, and a a few computers you could use. Uh, how's the door look? If memory serves, I broke the handle. Uh, yeah, the uh, door has not yet been fixed. <laughs> so is it just like swinging open, or what do we got going on? Well, it's a fucking uh library hours so it's like propped open but yeah there's a big hole in the door where the handle is supposed to be <laughs> I make no acknowledgement of this <laughs> alright so time to do some research uh, I'm just going to start on a computer hell Caliban this actually might be more of your wheelhouse of looking up these things I'd yeah imagine. no I'm uh, Caliban is just Instantly taking the lead. Mm -hmm. um, 
going straight to the card catalog, uh, looking up relevant titles and authors, see what they have that he knows already. It's 2022. Uh, to check for reference. Uses a card catalog anymore. I mean, that's what the. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what, what the computer yes. lookup thing is called. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's uh, not cards, but it's still card, called the card catalog. Yeah. Okay, give me an anthropology roll. Oh my god. Why can this man not roll for shit? That's an 87 on a 70. Or 87 on an 80. Oh no. <laughs> okay, well, uh. This uh, particular thing is uh, rather obscure and little understood. And uh, so you were not, not going to find too much anyways. And like books on the shelves have uh, very little information ready to hand. And uh most of what you can find by Googling leads to paywalled scholarly articles. But... I, I mean, I would definitely have access to at least some of those archives. Yeah, and uh, with that, you do, fi- you do uh, find this, that, uh, that the Al-Sarun Mortuary Complex... The iconography found there is uh, generally linked to the Egyptian god Seth. Because of course it is. But this is in but this is actually in dispute because many of the depictions are inconsistent with uh with uh, the way Seth is depicted con- contemporaneously in Egypt. And so there is a uh, strong minority opinion that these are actually depictions of another unknown god who perhaps filled a similar niche. And uh Particularly, and uh, the the uh, biggest discrepancy is that Seth is a uh, generally depicted as a humanoid with the head of a beast, whereas a uh, whereas a uh, whatever is was being venerated at the Al Sarun site is is a, a very tall and lanky humanoid with an obscured face, usually drawn in shades of black. But right. what, the, um, what, the, what the significance of this is remains uh, undetermined. All right, so I'm going to relay that. Those? Yeah. Okay. Uh, can I do an occult roll to see about this figure in black if I've heard any kind of mention of this in any other texts or whatnot? Yes. I was also going to ask that. Can I make it too? If oh, you wish. I got a 6 on a 40. Hell yeah. I got a 15 on a 99. <laughs> okay. So yeah, the uh, you know that uh, the figure of the dark man, the wanderer, the stranger is an archetype that shows up in some place or other in basically every human culture. And there are apparent, in most cases likely superficial, but still apparent similarities between these uh, these depictions and things like uh, 
like the uh, Mesoamerican staff god, uh, Norse Odin, Greek Thanos, Greek Thanatos. And uh and from this you can surmise that this dark ma- that this dark man figure is likely in some way related to uh in some way related to the occult and death. And that uh but you also know that uh depictions very similar to these often also show up in connection with the elder sign. There it is. Alright. Erasmus Overville's body, the trail that was going back into the swamp, was that older than him exploding, or sooner? Uh, that was, like, uh, about contemporaneous with him exploding. Okay. So, like, he exploded and it was also happening at the same time, what you're saying. Thereabouts. Okay. What if someone was inside of him and then exploded out and then walked away? Hot take, but, you know, anything's game here, I guess. Could be that. And more of the same thing was happening to Abigail Wyatt, but that's why the Elder Sign was on her body. To get rid of that. Also, since someone needs to be the one to say it, Mm. uh, we have now solved the murder of her. It was a little Miss Actress, or her team, anyway. What's your evidence? The fact that the arrangement of the body was associated with the Elder Sign, which is her team logo, whatever. Whatever metaphor, analogy we want to use here. Hmm. It's her banner. True. But I'm pretty sure I know this in character as, like, Fletcher. But Fletcher knows that the Elder Sign's, like, kind of a banishing thing. Yeah. Essentially, is what it is. Yeah. So it's more for, like, keeping shit away from stuff, I think. Which, again, could be why they have that. Less of a banner to rally under, more of a protective sigil, I guess. I'm not saying they don't have anything to do with it, but I don't know what that exactly means that they were the ones that killed him, killed her. Signs do point there currently. That they may have something to do with it. Uh, Caliban just gets grumpy. Like, <laughs> no, he solved it. Why are you disputing this? <laughs> Alright, so above Erasmus Overfell, there was just a piece of paper that had the John chapter 12, verse 26. We have our four, and a traitor's work earned him a traitor's wages. Abigail Wyatt was essentially exsanguinated and then chopped apart with, like, arms and legs and stuff, right? Yeah. And there's an elder sign that was on her body, or just around it? Just around it. Around it. Okay. Am I misremembering something, DM? I thought the... I thought there was a yellow sign around it. No, uh, Abigail Wyatt was uh, marked with the elder sign, and uh, the yellow sign is uh, what the theater kids were all about. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I I just have this fully backwards, out of character. Sorry about that. <laughs> all good. Um, 
Hey, Chris, what was the passage that was in Heart of Darkness? You know, I actually uh, feel really bad about that because I didn't write it down and I didn't ask Natalie to repeat herself. Um, so I will, I will ask Natalie, do I remember what was written or what yes. passages were highlighted? Yeah, you remember that there were uh, two sentences highlighted around the middle of the book that read, uh, we penetrated deeper and deeper into the heart of darkness. It was very quiet there. All right, so now that my out-of-character misunderstanding has been resolved, I would like to retcon that I actually pinned the blame on the Reverend. <laughs> Not entirely disinclined to agree with you, um, but we might need to do some more investigating. What are we thinking, folks? All right, so Natalie, on the map, where would all the bodies have been found currently? Uh, let's see. I did not mark those on the map, but I'll say Erasmus Oberfell was found around the top left corner. Okay. And, uh, do do do. And, uh, Which Abigail Wyatt is, uh, not on the map because she was, uh, found a bit farther out of town, like, uh, out in the woods around one of the cotton fields. Okay. Which side of the river was Oberfell found on? Uh, left. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm going to do a interweb search. Just first, seeing if anything that the John chapter 12, verse 26 pulls up, and also the, the trader's work earned him trader's wages. Just see if I'm finding anything that's really popping up about that online. Yeah, that's the one I'm really interested in. Okay, uh... Uh, Caliban, as, as Fletcher is typing the bit about the trader's wages, um, Caliban is going to pipe up that, uh, if I'm remembering correctly yet anyway, uh, that same book, uh, says that the wages of sin is death. So that would be that, presumably. Or darkness? Uh, no, the, the... The traitor's wages. Yeah, presumably would be death, because elsewhere, I think, still in John, uh, talks about how the wages of sin is death. Hmm. Yeah, the, uh... Go the, your googly search, uh, shows you, uh, that nothing of any interest is coming up in relation to the Bible verse. But that the uh, specific phrase, a trader's work earned him a trader's wages, seems to be a paraphrase of a line from a Burns poem. What's the poem? Uh, the poem is called A Parcel of Rogues. And, it, uh, and it's a political piece about a uh, it's a political piece about a Scotland ceding land to England. Okay. So, what's the author like? Is it Burns? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robert Burns is a uh, like considered the national poet of Scotland, mm -hmm. and is a uh, probably best known internationally for uh, 
both uh, compiling a lot of traditional Scottish ballads and also composing a lot of original verse that went on to become traditional ballads. Okay. And uh, is the author of uh, a lot of well-known bangers, <laughs> uh, such as Green Grow the Rashes and Ye Jacobites by Name. Bangers indeed. Yeah, and he was a... Uh, and he was in his time something of a political firebrand known for promoting enlightenment philosophy and lobbying for Scottish independence. Interesting. No idea what it means in the context of the story yet, but that's what we're trying to find out here, isn't it? Yeah, honestly, I'm starting to come up on blanks right now. I don't know if anybody else is getting anything drawn together or any theories they want to throw out. Yeah, no, um, my uh, my character is significantly smarter than I am. I got nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 That's always a fun thing that when I realize that, I'm like, wow, my character, like, how, like, I don't know this, so how could my character possibly... <laughs> Um. Yeah, I'm. I I got nothing. Dungeon mom, what do I roll for thinking of something that my character would absolutely think of, but I'm too dumb for? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm drawing right now is that we got someone really dangerous in this town because someone in this town knows how to make an elder sign, which isn't a good thing. You mean other than me, right? Works too. You mean other than me, right? Yes, other than you. Well, pre- okay. and presumably the uh, what's her name, Caitlin, 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 Wild, Wild. Thank you, Caitlin Wild and her posse slash family, family. Um, also, there's a handful of real dangerous people in this town. Uh, one of them is back at the tavern tending to the horses right now. Well, yeah, he's dangerous for a completely other reason. Yeah. <laughs> We can contain his his hazards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I if we're if we're spinning our wheels, maybe um, yeah, take our minds off it for a minute and go meet with the sheriff and see what he's got, and then hit the drawing board again. That sounds like a plan. I'll go and give Kyle a call. They're driving over there. All righty. See if there's anything he's found out over the day. It's about dinner time at this point. Yes. Yeah, thereabouts. All right, uh, so Caliban wants to hit just whatever grocery store uh-huh. and get a family-sized bag of Doritos and a can of pineapple juice. All right. Yeah, you could pick those up from the food, Tiger. Right. <laughs> Listeners, the face that Chris just made. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, there are two <laughs> sweet chili Doritos, by the way. Of course they are. <laughs> yeah, there there are two grocery stores in this town, and uh, you stop by the Food Tiger for your basic necessities, and you go to Piggly Wiggly if you want to get fancy. Montgomery's driving. He sort of has that whole vibe of fine, but God damn it, make it quick. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, so uh, Fletcher, you give uh, Kyle a call, and uh, 
he picks right up and he goes, uh, yeah, man, I was just about to call you this. I've taken a couple of looks at this thing and it's fucking wild. Wild hell. Well, that's good information. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I figured out why, uh, I figured out both why it's decaying so fast and also why it's so fucking flammable and why it smells weird. Uh, by, by the way, it, are is this on speakerphone? Uh, I don't think we're in the same car, are we? We should figure that out. I'm assuming you and Chris yeah, It seems like something we should have established already. <laughs> I think yeah. if y'all were in the same car, it would be more narratively convenient. I yeah, feel like Caliban. I feel like y'all probably <laughs> wouldn't allow Caliban to go off on his own anymore. Yeah, I, I assume so that we were ta- people, we just take someone like, else drives the uh, the car that he's not in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I assume that we just taken Montgomery's truck ever, like or, you know early in the day. Probably be in the bug, it's easier to fit three people in a bug than a fucking single hard body truck. <laughs> hey, well this is this is extended cab. Oh shit, extendo cab. Oh shit. Yeah, they only made one, and I have it. <laughs> Alright, fuck it, we're in the truck. Yeah, I've got it. Nah, no, we're in, nah, man, we're in the bug. You're absolutely right, it's Kyle only a Kyle makes a comment about, this is fucking wild, and Caliban pipes up with a comment about how uh, it's good to get intel on that polycule. <laughs> Yeah, he, he does not know anyone by the name of Wild, and so this means nothing to him. <laughs> but he goes, uh, uh, yeah, the simplest way to describe it is the thing's made out of napalm. Um, and that's the simple way of describing it? Uh, yeah, like, this thing's, uh, all of this tissue is made mostly out of what looks like some kind of thickened acetone. So, so I guess this explains what all the dead fish in the water are from, too. These things are living in the bayou, and they're made of acetone. Would you be able to say confidently that this thing was made and not born? Uh, I can't say much confidently at all, man. That's that's fair. That's but fair. yeah, yeah, I uh. I tossed it in the cooler, and that seemed to mostly stabilize the decomposition. And uh, uh, DM, can yeah. I roll pharmacy to see if this gives me any insights? Yes. 22 on a 40, that's a crit. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know that... Uh, like, acetone is an organic compound that is often a byproduct of biological processes. But when it's present in large amounts in, like, real-life fauna that you know about, that's pretty much always a sign of something being horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Because it's uh, produced as a waste product during times of extreme stress. And, uh, and like, the uh, most present... Uh, Association would be a ketoacidosis as a complication of diabetes. So, so something being composed of composed of acetone, the way human bodies are composed of proteins, like indicate is something that straight up should not be possible. Hmm. 
And uh, in no small part because acetone is extremely volatile, which would explain the rapid decomposition. I don't say any of this. Of course not. <laughs> and uh, and so, uh, Kyle then goes on to add, uh, yeah, and I uh, tried to perform something of an autopsy. Necropsy. And uh, that's, that's in character. Caliban jumps in and corrects him that it's a necropsy. I'm sorry, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm the wizard. Sure, dude. Ignore him. <laughs> autopsies, are on, autopsies are on people. Necropsies are on animals. Shush, you. Anyways. <laughs> Brother Montgomery says, Oh, what do you know? The You're in the other car. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the tissue structure is more like a plant than an animal. It's like tuberous and shit. But also, it's I found like uh, sickly underdeveloped uh, human bones and organs in there. Huh. Interesting. Did you find out what it died of? Uh... It doesn't have any obvious signs of trauma, so I can't really say, because I don't know what to compare it to. But, like, there's no, like, obvious trauma. Okay. So when you say underdeveloped bones and organs, you mean, like, child, essentially? More like fetus. Oh, man. Have you heard of, um... This might be a weird line of questioning... Have you heard anything about the preacher's wife? Anything of miscarriages with that many children? Uh, I wouldn't really know. I mostly work with stiffs, but... I don't know if there's any gossip around town about that. I do know that they've got, like, entirely too many kids. And so she's, uh, like, always in and out of natal care, but that's all I know. Mm. Right. Uh, Caliban goes, yeah, archery families are like that. You heard anything from any of your other friends? About the stuff we gave them? Uh, yeah, hold on a sec. Let me check. And uh, you hear some shuffling in the background. For a, You hear some shuffling and indistinct chatter in the background for a minute. And uh, then you hear uh, Kelly Matheson's voice go, uh, Hey, is this a uh, green? That's me. Yeah, I may have found out about some things. I may have found out a couple of things about that thing you asked me about. Uh, is this a safe line to talk on? Glance back at the two of you and be like, we'll talk about it in person. Don't talk to me about it over the phone. All right, I'll just say that uh, whatever this is, I think it might be kind of a big deal. Uh, well... We're going to go deal with something right now, but if there's a time you can talk tonight, that'd be good. Uh, yeah, I should be free all this evening. Just let me know. All right. Well, anything else? Anything about the uh, manuscript or anything? Uh, no, as far as I know, that's still being worked on. Okay. Well, y'all stay safe. We'll let y'all know if we have anything else for you. Yeah, I sure will. I'll see you later. One last question. Y'all got guns? 
you you say that she laughs and she goes hell yeah we do uh i'm caliban's gonna pipe up the hell kind of anarchist doesn't have a gun just making sure <laughs> you might do best keep them on you trying to trust too many people all right oh i always keep that thing on me that's what i like to hear add a girl <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll come see y'all later tonight. All righty. <clears throat> up the phone. Okay, you hang up the phone, and uh, about 30 seconds to a minute later, it starts ringing again, and you are getting a call from Kyle's number. All right, I'll pick it up. All right. And, uh, he, and he goes, uh, Hey, man, uh, I just uh, wanted to... You you guys have been working with the sheriff's department a lot, right? Yeah, we have. I don't know about a lot. Uh, yeah, do, do you think you could do me a favor and uh, not tell the sheriff about me and Kelly? Wasn't planning on it. Okay, thanks. Didn't see why we would. Why? Uh, just because... Uh, would you want a cop knowing you were dating his daughter? No, I didn't know his daughter. All right, fair enough. Yep. You got it, boss. We won't mention anything. Thanks, man. No problem. Do you... All right. So, fellas. Yo. This might be a bit of a stretch, but do you think the preacher and his wife might be doing some really weird fucked up, like, 40k shit, like trying to breed demons from the preacher's wife? I would be deeply surprised if they weren't. Yeah, honestly. Or if they're not doing some weird thing where, like, she still bursts these things and they're like angels or some shit. But, you know, whatever. And it's just real fucked up squid babies. But hey. Out of character, mm. I love how nobody laughed at my quiverful joke. Might have missed it, in all honesty. I don't know if I got it. <laughs> uh, when Caliban uh, was talking about, yeah, archery families are like that. <laughs> okay. There, we, there it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just didn't hear it. I think I was trying to look up something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm all about. I'm all about them low hanging fruit jokes. Perfect. I'm gonna go pee really quick. That is a good do plan. It. Y'all yep. go do um, that while I find where the hell in my notebook I wrote this shit down at. Arch me. Oh, Chris. Guess what? Got us that old one pound of D&D dice coming in the mail. Oh, hell yeah. How are we going? How are we, okay, so how much was it? It was like 50 bucks, I think. is isn't bad. Oh, shit. Right, so how much you want, dog? Uh... Good question. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I think me, you, and Malin are going to get dice out of it. So, cool. And split Works for me. Yeet. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Got us quite a case on our hands. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. But doesn't acetone like readily mix with water whenever you put it with it? Uh, yeah, acetone dilutes. Okay. So pretty much these things are, like, slowly diluting as they swim around the water. You're getting acetone fucking everywhere. If only I knew chemistry. 
both me and Fletcher don't know chemistry, so it's perfect. Uh-huh. Hmm. Okay, so are we all back? I think so. Alice might not be. I'm back. <laughs> I we can't t- love you, Chris. <laughs> can't tell with Alice and her no camera having ass. Exactly. Uh-huh. All right, I'm back. There we go. All righty. I do have dinner in the rice cooker, though, so I'm going to have to dip out in about half an hour for just a couple minutes. Okie dokie. I'll, I'll allow it. I'll think about it. <laughs> I mean, I will be dipping out to get food. Your choice is whether or not to stop the game. <laughs> now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you roll to see whether or not you can dip out. <laughs> Hey, would you look at that? That's a one on a D1. It turns out I can go. <laughs> well, can't argue with that. <laughs> it's morbid time. It's, it's always morbid time. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what's going to happen at the end of the adventure. Y'all are going to get morbed on. No, God. <laughs> You're going to morb all over us. Okay, so y'all are making y'all's way to the sheriff's house mm-hmm. just as the sun is starting to set. Or not starting to set quite yet, but starting to go down. Okay. And uh, he lives uh, north of town, way out in the woods. And when y'all finally get there, there is a uh, rather run-down looking... Uh, neo-colonial house with a pickup truck parked kind of sideways in the driveway. Okay. Mm. We just gonna roll up on this man's house. Alright. So y'all walk on up and knock on the door and uh, uh, Sheriff Matheson answers the door, lickety-split and uh, just from looking at him, you can tell that he's been drinking. Perfect. And he goes, uh, yeah, well, it's uh, nice to see you boys. Why don't y'all come inside? What do we do, Sheriff? Thank you, Sheriff. As we enter, does he have a coat rack? Yes. Yes, he does. I do not put my coat on it, but what I do put on it is the riot grenade, and I hang it by the uh, pin ring. God. <laughs> Okay, he sees you do this, and he just looks at you for a minute, and then rolls his eyes and starts leading y'all deeper into the house. And, uh... I gets it. <laughs> uh, and, uh, the house is, uh... The house is kind... The house is rather a mess, and it, uh, reeks of habitation and stale cigarette smoke. And there are also a bunch of empty whiskey bottles all over the place. And from this, you surmise that uh, this this man has a taste for wild turkey. Uh, Somewhere Billy Bones is lighting up and doesn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he leads the three of you into the into his living room. There is a uh, a half empty bottle of whiskey and three glasses already sitting out on the coffee table. Mm-hmm. And uh. The walls of the living room are covered in what appear to be family photos. 
Yeah, you recognize Kelly Matheson in a lot of these photos, a younger version of her. And a section of wall just behind the couch appears to be uh, nothing but those, almost as if it's a shrine constructed to her. Mm-hmm. And like, a, just as surmising a timeline from these, you can see uh, like a little kid growing up and uh, winning science fairs. The fi- and the uh, the final two in the timeline are there is one of a uh, clean cut and fresh faced uh, adolescent at an Eagle Scout ceremony, and then immediately after that one is a uh, one of the uh, Kelly Matheson that you would that you would all recognize, looking at looking as though she hasn't slept in several days. Hold, grinning and holding up an IBEW union card. Uh, what's IBEW? The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. Thank you. <laughs> Got everything but the E, but I couldn't find it. And uh, the sheriff uh, gestures to the couch and goes, uh, I'll y'all have a seat and we'll get to talking. Sounds like a plan. What's that because you want to talk to us about, Sheriff? I sit on the arm of the couch. <laughs> okay you sit on the arm of the couch and you can like feel it shift a little bit and hear the wood creaking and uh he watches you do he again just watches you do this with a look on his face like a dog being shown a card trick and then he just rolls his eyes and turns away from you I'm doing everything in my power to make sure Caliban is just like that (laughs) capital L capital T just like that. And, uh, so he, uh, sits down, he, uh, pours himself a glass of whiskey, lights a cigarette, and he goes, uh, yeah, you know, I've been here long enough, and I know there's something pretty damn wrong with this here town. And I reckon y'all are, uh, starting to get that, uh, that idea, too. And... Been hinted at. <laughs> and I've been at this long enough to uh been at this long enough to recognize weird shit when I see it. And I'm starting to get the idea that uh maybe them two things are connected. Listen, uh how long you boys been with law enforcement? Law enforcement hell since I was twenty three, twenty four, so about ten, eleven years now. Uh who's sitting next to me on the couch? Uh, I don't know, you're sitting on the arm. I guess I'm sitting closest to you. I lean over and whisper in your ear, are we still doing the fed thing? <laughs> well, you say no, <laughs> we are not. Not right now, at least. Well, that depends, uh, and out loud I say, well, that depends on your definition of law and also enforcement. Yeah, I don't know what your story is. <laughs> yeah, but I reckon I reckon this feller might be telling the truth when he tells me he's the FBI man. Talking about talking about which one of us? Uh, Probably. Yeah, Fletcher. Yep. This Fletcher was the one who answered him. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I've been investigating for uh, right on five or six years now, and. Uh, 
Haven't seen anything confusing as this, and not dealing confusing. Hmm. So if you got anything that, that can help us, we would incredibly appreciate it. Okay, he uh, takes a long drink of his whiskey, takes a long drag off of his cigarette, and he goes, uh, yeah, so uh, y'all been at this for about long enough to start wondering if it's all worth it, haven't you? Yeah, there's been times. Is yeah, I've been uh I've been working in law enforcement since early two thousands. Uh Caliban's gonna pipe up. You one of those I need a gun because they hit the towers types? He sighs and he goes, uh Yeah, I might have been at one point in my life. Uh Caliban just nods. Drew says, I'm gonna look back at the couch the pictures of Kelly. Give him a glance and look back at him and say, I reckon you do it the same reason I do it now. Make sure your daughter's got some kind of safety in this world. Yeah, that's what I used to tell myself. Because I was... I was a young man when I took this job. Real young. Barely more than a boy. When you're young... When you're young, shit makes sense. When you're young, you feel sure in your convictions. Seems like it's so easy to tell right from wrong. You know, my daddy was a lawman, just like his daddy. To me, they was heroes. Men I wanted to men I wanted to be proud of me. I followed in their footsteps because I wanted to help people, make this town safe, make the world better. Since then, well, my wife's dead. My daughter ain't spoken to me in two years. And all this shit that's been going on lately has got me thinking. What you thinking, boss? Well, reckon I'll tell you about this, uh... Early on in my career, there was this one case I headed up. This was... Better than 20 years ago. Back when Kelly was just a baby and Marianne was still alive. I was, uh... Wasn't sheriff. Wasn't, a working for the sheriff's department then it was a i was fresh out of the war and uh working state cid you know that uh that fucking church up in the north of town yep back all the years back all them years ago it uh didn't used to be the mount it didn't used to be mount zion pentecostal back in it was the uh Church of Christ with signs and wonders. It's a peculiar name. And it was a... Caliban sits forward. Headed up by the old right reverend Enoch Waitley. That that motherfucker was a piece of work. He was one of them them people used to drink antifreeze and wave rattlesnakes around. You know them? Hmm. Oh yeah, well familiar. Them kinds. Yeah. Two things about old Enoch Waitley. First off, he was a fucking creep. They usually are. Yeah. He was a philandering asshole, and there was no end of rumors about him being inappropriate with young women. <laughs> but we couldn't hardly turn that into a criminal investigation on account of the second thing. That every cop and every politician in this fucking town went to that goddamn church and the congregation weren't talking. 
Kept my eye on old Enoch, waiting for him to slip up. Till one day I got a call from got a call from Buddy at the county records office, and you know what it was that finally let us put him away? Why don't you take a wild guess? Activision. Close. Bigamy. Hmm. Yeah, apparently you're allowed to fuck all the little kids you want to, as long as you don't try to marry more than one of them. Yeah, apparently. So we finally got Joseph Smith all around with this guy. Yeah, something like that. So we, uh, so we finally got to go ahead to serve a warrant on the church, and I was the one that led the team that went into the basement. And y'all three, you ever seen evil, like real evil? You know, them things that tickle that part of your brain that still remembers being a monkey hiding up in the tree while lions prowl around? I have met police officers, yes. Yeah, I say I could see something like that. Yeah. Before we even saw anything that was down there, just going down the stairs felt like walking into hell, into evil. And about ten years ago, about ten years ago, when Mount Zion Pentecostal started back up, they had one of them fucking politico-ass fundraisers. I got to uh, meet the right Reverend Cadwallader McCool, shake his hand and whatnot. And you know what that felt like to me? Felt like evil. Mm. And I ain't seen no direct evidence of wrongdoing, and I ain't heard no untoward rumors other than, you know, the usual sort. But I just can't help but notice that the mayor, chief of police, and a bunch of other big wigs and business owners and what have you are all members of that same congregation. I think it's happening again. What did you find in that basement, Sheriff? Well, there were, uh, that was where Enoch Waitley's wives were holed up. Mm-hmm. There were about six of them at that time. Oldest was about 40. Youngest was about 11. That was also where he'd been disposing of the ones he decided he didn't want no more. Jesus. And I don't know much about all this weird shit that Davidson asks me about from time to time. But I reckon something like that happens. It probably leaves a mark on a place. That place probably leaves a mark on the people who go there. You know, it's funny. We actually uh, may have found a photo of the Reverend Enoch. Green, you want to show him what we got? Do I have that photo or is that? Um, I'll see you. I am, I am hinting to you to show yeah. him the old photo of yeah. the other Watley. <laughs> yeah, I can say y'all have that with you. Yeah, I'll take it out, put it on the 
put it on the table in front of us. Yeah. John Hotley. And he uh he looks at it for a minute and he goes Yeah, I'll be goddamned. And uh he points to John Augustus Waitley and he goes, uh Yeah, that's old Enoch if I ever seen him or it's his twin brother. Hmm. What exactly happened to Enoch? They put him in jail or what? Yeah, they uh sent his ass to Parchman. And I ain't exactly keep tabs on him, but I'm given to understand that that situation sorted itself out, if you know what I mean. Yeah, they don't take too kindly to them. I do know what you mean. Uh, Out of character, I would like to clarify. uh, When you said he pointed to uh, Enoch Watley, did he point to the person who we recognize as McCool or a different person in the photo? Uh, he, of the uh, three people in the photo, the, uh, the one that you recognize as a younger version of uh, McCool was uh, John Augustus Waitley's son, who was about 15 at the time, and he pointed to John Augustus Waitley. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Looking more and more like that church has got what we need in it. Mm-hmm. It's looking that way. Yep. And do you, by any chance, have a judge that likes you? He laughs. And I he figured the answer was no, but you know, it could have been yes. He goes, uh, "No, I." Uh... I've been getting less and less popular around here as the time goes on. These uh, local politicos have decided that uh, have decided they want them a sheriff who's tough on crime, and apparently, not making my boys waste their time on bullshit means not being tough on crime. Speaking of which, any of you boys, and uh, he makes the universal gesture for smoking weed. Uh. No, I can't say I do. Uh, this has not been established yet, I don't think. But, yeah, um, Caliban pulls out an entire uh, cigarette case just filled with joints. As you are doing this, one. as you are doing this, he is doing the same. <laughs> well, like, I'm, I'm pulling it out to, to hand him one. And then I see he's also got them, and I put it away. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, ow, sorry. Trying to get high balls. He goes, uh, yeah. It was about two years ago, back in 2020, back uh, when they killed that poor feller up in Minnesota and all them riots happened. Yeah, that was, uh, that was when oh, my no, we dog... lost Chris. Oh, no, he died. He's back. Okay, he's, he's back. back. Yay. And back in was when uh, Kelly told me she didn't want to talk to me no more. She told me that when she was little, I was her hero. That was back before she knew about the world. She told me that she felt ashamed, ashamed that her daddy was a company gun thug. The last thing she said to me was, Daddy, you're a good man. I just wish you'd act like one. And every fucking day since then. I've been figuring more and more she was probably on to something. 
And when I got the word that they'd found Abigail Wyatt murdered out in the woods, and I drove on out there, you know what I felt? I felt excited. I felt good. It felt so fucking good to finally be doing the shit that I'm supposed to be doing for the first time in fucking years. And he, uh, takes a long drag on his joint and takes another slug of whiskey and goes, uh, I guess that brings us to the, uh, second fucking thing I need to tell y'all about. We, uh, I got word come down that, uh, we got some eyes on us and they aren't too, they ain't too happy with the course of the investigation. What kind of eyes? The fucking mayor and the county commissioner. Hmm. Oh my God. You had me worried. I thought you were talking about three letter eyes. No, we could. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, yeah. those are more important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're wanting to, uh, set a fucking time as ASAP as possible to, sit down with me and y'all and old Marty fucking McCool and some of these fucking politicos and discuss why we ain't solved the, why we ain't solved this case yet. Hmm. Well, we ain't solved it yet because McCool did it. Yeah, but how do we tell him that? What do we have to bring to the table? That's the not solved yet part. Yep. <laughs> yep. Evidence. Yep. That's what we need. Well, sounds like we're on a timetable to find some evidence then. How long do you think you can keep them off our backs for? Well. Well, find some evidence or make some. Also, yeah. uh, you said you don't have any judges that like you. Do you, by any chance, have stashed away somewhere a blank warrant? He gives you this look like you've just asked him if he has any bodies buried in his backyard. (laughs) And he goes, uh, no, you'd want to go downtown and talk to Marty McCool about that type of shit. Mm -hmm. That'd be a hard one to sell, too. He goes, uh, well, you know, I probably ain't going to be able to give him the run around for too long, but I'm going to be honest. I was planning on just telling him to fuck off. That yeah, go too. with your first instinct. What's the worst they're going to do to us, right? Yep. Well, we call back in the service. That's a good idea. Yes. Yeah, the, the worst they can do to us is fire you, so it's fine. <laughs> That's true. Yeah this point in my life, that'd hardly be the worst thing to ever happen to me. Yeah, exactly. Worst case scenario, here's you get your daughter back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to grab my rice. I guess. <laughs> oh, cool church. A few other politicos that we don't really care about currently. Hmm. Eat some chips while this is happening. Kill. All right. Is <sighs> Matheson actually like a member of Delta Green or is he just a friendly? He's just a friendly. Okay. So I'll probably stay mum about the whole finding of the alien baby thing. Things he don't need to worry himself about. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like one of those things. Mm hmm. 
That was actually a fun bit of meta because orig- because like originally he was just some guy. <laughs> but then uh, when y'all when y'all found Erasmus Oberfell's body and uh and you started and uh you started giving him shit, I mm. uh, I forgot to have him freak out about that. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, Alright guys, let's do this. So the good news oh. mm. is that I correctly assessed how much crushed red pepper I needed. Uh-huh. The bad news is I made that assessment after I spilled it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunate. So it's a little hard. <laughs> Alright, so last we left off was... Uh, Best case or worst case scenario here is you get your daughter back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do like them odds. Yeah. So it ain't something I'm too worried about over much. It's just one more pain in the ass. Fair. So yeah, that's about all I got. Well, I guess that means tonight's an evidence getting kind of night in ways you probably can't help us with, Sheriff. Well, well, mm. y'all, y'all be fuck, y'all fucking. I don't be, want to though. <laughs> well, y'all be careful. And give me a call. You run into any trouble? We will do we, the second thing. We can do that. <laughs> Thanks for the hospitality, Sheriff. We'll call Thank you if anything happens. All right, y'all take care now. They will do. Appreciate it. All right. Okay, where to next, gang? Uh, I might have to call it. Hmm. Hmm. I do want to say for the record that as we leave, I retrieve my grenade from the coat rack. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) Glad you didn't just leave it there. Yep. Can't leave that. Okay, so... I thought about it, but I have plans for that grenade. (laughs) Of course you do. Uh, (laughs) Just a concerning sense. (laughs) Yep. In the next act, uh, y'all are going to get another green box, and it's just going to be nothing but crates of grenades. God. Let's see, to wrap up and end on a sufficiently dramatic note, I'll say that uh, as y'all are leaving the house and heading back to the car, uh, Caliban, <laughs> your, uh, you get a text notification on your burner phone. I mean, I check it. What's it say? It is from a number you don't recognize, and it's just the word hi, but it's got about 12 eyes, and it is surrounded by dozens of heart, rainbow, and sparkle emojis. Uh, local area code? Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm, I text back Caitlin, I presume? You receive a thumbs-up emoji, followed immediately by... Uh, so, have you seen the yellow sign? Uh, I do want to clarify that all of these emoji 
are rectangles because it is established that this is a flip phone. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to text back. Yes, we're thinking of burning it down. Okay, she uh, responds with another emoji that shows up as a rectangle. <laughs> and then uh, that says, uh, speak- speaking of burning, would you like to learn how to perform the sublimation by fire? Uh, I'm going to text back. Um, oh, what do I say? Um, you're asking someone who changed his legal name to the wizard. Okay, you uh, receive another mysterious emoji, and then another text that reads, uh, You may not know him yet, but he knows you, Caliban. Uh, I'm going to text back, Finally, my reputation precedes me. Uh, this text does not go through, and you get an error message saying that it's uh, undeliverable. I'm going to text, Test. T-E-S-T. Same thing happens. Hmm. I'm going to smirk to myself and put my phone away. And I'm assuming you tell you speak to no one about this interaction? Oh, of course not. Never. Alright. And with that, we will pick it up again another time. Sounds like playing. Wonderful. Right. Wonderful. This is such a fun type of character to play. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Chaotic madness. Definitely don't want to do it every time. <laughs> but the... Uh, the character with no impulse control and no interest in telling anybody shit. So much fun. <laughs> the best one to go to Carcosa. Indeed. Hey, a bottle of the best, that's what it is, nay, idle, just no Mickey Finn, no Bath, Jim Gin, no Rocket Wine, that tastes like them, have no fear, it's not like beer, malt whiskey's bright and strong and clear, it's also bloody dear, but what the hell, and it belts you in the belly like a heavyweight lock jelly, a glow begins to grow, six in a row turns you to jelly. Then you fall down in a heap, and you dream pretends to sleep when you've broken out a bottle of the best, aye, you've broken out a bottle of the best. Yep, all weird and spooky like usual.